0: BCY America presents Crosstalk, a nationwide call-in program discussing issues that have an effect on our families, our communities, our churches, our nation, and our world. Crosstalk, an opportunity for you to voice your concerns for biblical principles and now live by satellite and around the world on the Internet at vcyamerica.org. Here is today's Crosstalk.
1: We do thank you for joining us on Crosstalk today. We're having a news roundup Friday today. We've got tons and tons of stories that we'd like to present to you here today with some comment in between. And uh, just to keep you informed on a number of uh, vital issues, matters that are taking place around the world here in the U.S. as well, uh, troubling times in which we live, and as we so often say, the importance for us to be understanding of the times and then to uh, take information we learn and be salt and light. Friends, we're going to see, even through stories today, of the, um, the full effect of sin that it's having upon our nation, our world. It's in turmoil, and uh, the importance is the life-changing gospel message that needs to be proclaimed, heralded throughout this land and around the world. So, friends, uh, continue to keep your eyes on the Lord through such troublesome times. Uh, It's not that we're caught up in these issues, but certainly we are understanding of these times in which we live. It's not a time to play patty cake. It's certainly a time to be engaged as being salt and light. We're going to begin with a story today from the Daily Caller. There was an explosion that wounded four U.S. Army troops and a working dog during an operation. That resulted uh, today in the death of a senior Islamic State leader, U.S. Central Command said in a statement. Helicopter raid uh, last evening conducted with Syrian Democratic Forces uh, partner militia in northeastern Syria killed Hamza El hamzi whose role CENTCOM did, uh, uh, did not specify but served in a senior position in the ISIS terrorist organization. So uh, a number of uh, service members were injured, uh, flown to a uh, medical uh, facility in Iraq. The Daily Wire is reporting that Republican lawmakers are criticizing Transportation Secretary uh, Pete uh, Buttigieg for his uh, response to the train derailment in East Palestine, uh, Palestine, Ohio, That marks the most recent of several high-profile infrastructure disasters during his two-year tenure. The derailment that occurred February 3rd caused a fire that lasted several days. Officials decided to evacuate all the residents within one mile of the crash and initiated a controlled burn of the chemicals to mitigate the risk of an explosion. But five train cars of vinyl chloride, a carcinogen, that can contaminate water supplies was released into the atmosphere in the form of massive plumes of dark smoke that were visible in eastern Ohio and western Pennsylvania. Uh, earlier today, I read the account of uh, a pastor who just said this, this: this stuff is just all over every aspect of their house. They, uh, they, this uh, now dust. They've had to uh, throw food away. Uh, everything has got to be washed. Clothes, drapes, everything. But uh, uh, Buttigieg appeared at the National Association of Counties conference on Monday to discuss matters like racial equity in the construction sector. Not a word was said even about this crisis. Many were very, very frustrated by him. But finally, he did speak out this week. And you know what? He's blaming President Trump in part for the Ohio train derailment. Um, When he finally did speak, Buttigieg shifted part of the blame for the most recent derailment of a train carrying toxic chemicals in Ohio on the Trump administration, reversing a little-known safety rule. He noted Tuesday evening that his agency had taken a series of steps to improve rail safety through historic investments, but said it was constrained by the Trump administration action. In 2018, the Department of Transportation withdrew a rule. Proposed three years earlier requiring trains carrying certain dangerous chemicals to utilize electronically controlled pneumatic brakes, saying the technology's benefits were inconclusive. And then he said, we're constrained by law on some areas of rail regulation, like the braking rule, but we're using the powers we have to keep people safe. Now, this is amazing, friends. So if Trump rescinded the rule, that the transportation rescinded that rule under Trump, He is the transportation secretary. He could have reinstated this rule at the beginning of his uh, term, a tenure there for a Department of Transportation. He could have had the Biden administration do this if this rule was so important. Trump administration found it was it was not conclusive, that it was doing anything. But he's taken time to blame the Trump administration for this taking place. The Daily Caller is saying nearly 2,000 residents ordered to evacuate before the control burn. Many asking questions. Uh, The um, hazardous uh, material specialist uh, said that one of the chemicals uh, that can irritate and burn skin and eyes is a carcinogen, irritate the nose and throat and cause shortness of breath. Exposure can uh, repeatedly result in dizziness or drowsiness to another chemical there. The Telegraph saying that Aaron Brokovich, the uh, told residents of, uh, of a town where the train carrying toxic waste derailed to ignore government guidance. Get out if they do not feel safe. This is an environmental activist said the residents of East uh, Palestine, Ohio, should trust their own instincts despite assurances from the EPA that the town was safe. Burning off the gas also released hydrogen chloride and uh, uh, I believe it's uh, phosgene, which was used as a weapon in the first world world war. Nevertheless, the EPA said that after robust air quality testing, it had not detected levels of chemicals that could cause harm and people could return home. We'll ask whether she trusted the EPA's assurance. Brockovich replied, after 30 years of what I've been through and what this community is going through, come on. It's vinyl chloride. It's in the air. The fish are dying. Does that give you comfort that maybe I should be in this area? Probably not. Speaking to News Nation, a U.S. news outlet, she added document what's happening to your own health. Document or videotape the fish that are dying as you move about your community. I think it is critical. Residents have complained of persistent costs. Farmers reported large quantities of livestock dropping dead. A uh, PJ Media uh, tells us uh, many in the state and federal government have written the disaster off as not that big a deal, but after you watch what Republican Ohio Senator JD Vance tweeted while standing in a creek bed near the derailment scene, you'll understand why residents are frightened. He visited local creek in East Palestine. The waterway is still very polluted. Time for Norfolk Southern to finish the cleanup. Check this video out. Uh, video out. He tweeted. He said, "Hey guys, I'm here at Leslie Run." There are dead worms and dead fish all throughout this water. Something I just discovered is that if you scrape the creek bed, it's like chemical is coming out of the ground, he said before demonstrating what he discovered. It's amazing to see what's taking place there. And a lawyer representing plaintiffs, this is from the Epic Times, a lawyer representing plaintiffs who filed a lawsuit after the train derailment alleged that some residents of the town may already be undergoing DNA mutations. Uh, The... uh, he said, I'm not sure Norfolk Southern could have come up with a worse plan to address this disaster. This is attorney John Morgan representing plan- plaintiffs in the class action lawsuit. He said, residents exposed to vinyl chloride may already be undergoing DNA mutations that could linger for years or even decades before manifesting as terrible and deadly cancers. Their lawsuit alleges that Norfolk Southern made it worse by essentially blasting the town with chemicals as they focused on restoring train service and protecting their shareholders. He told local media WFMJ-TV as well as U.S. Today this week. Fox News is reporting that FEMA told Ohio state government uh, that it is not eligible for disaster assistance to help the community recover from this spill. Uh, Just said it doesn't meet the standard. Governor DeWine continuing to work with FEMA to determine what assistance can be provided. So that's going on there, but there's another train carrying dangerous chemicals that wrecked this week as well. The latest catastrophe reports WND.com outside of Detroit. According to the Post Millennial, one car in the train was carrying hazardous materials, but so far shows no signs of leaking. It happened in the Van Buren Township, and the report said the local fire department suggested no threat to the public. But then American Greatness also reporting two more trains in Texas and South Carolina went off the rails on Monday, adding to the more than a dozen train wrecks reported in the U.S. since the year began. A Pacific Union train reportedly carrying hazardous materials derailed in Montgomery, Texas, north of Houston. Uh, The train collided with an 18-wheeler, killing the truck driver, causing 21 rail cars uh, to derail. A Union Pacific spokesperson Estimated that 100 gallons of diesel fuel was released by the truck involved in the crash. No major chemicals were released. Then there were reports of a second derailment in uh, South Carolina on Monday afternoon as well. Over the past two years, uh, it was Fox News Monday night. Tucker Carlson pointed out that a growing number of these cases are due to acts of domestic terrorist sabotage. He said over the past two years, the FBI has investigated more than 40 cases of rail sabotage in Washington state alone, explaining that a lot of attacks involve shunt devices, which are put on tracks to interfere with the train's electrical signals and cause derailment. Now, friends, it's very important to know that just a few years ago, there was an article that was put out. A matter of fact, I'm looking right now at the Longmore Journal. But Al-Qaeda in the Arabian Peninsula, uh, Peninsula, that's A-Q-A-P, Al-Qaeda in the Arabian uh, Peninsula, in 2017 released their 17th edition of its Inspire magazine, in which the group calls on supporters to strike trains in the U.S. and Europe. The editors of Inspire say that followers can choose from one of three modes of attack. They can directly target the train from either inside or from outside or target the rail itself so as to derail the train. Or assault train stations that are always crowded and cause major disruption uh, uh, toward the transportation system. Well, the latest issue that had been given out there in 2017... Uh, of of Inspire focuses mainly on the second means of attack, providing readers with step-by-step instructions for building a train derailment device. An 18-page guide to building a derail tool is included in the 97-page electronic magazine and signed by the AQ Chef, a name that's been attached to the AQAP ideas, such as how to uh, guide uh, for building bombs. It was published in Inspire years ago. Uh, The AQ Chef claims that the magazine's train derail design is similar to the industrial tool used by the track management staff where they need to derail a train with faulty brakes. Interestingly, they tout the fact that the type of operation does not require martyrdom and therefore can be repeated. Now, friends, I have no evidence that this was al-Qaeda Islamic attack. I'm just telling you that in 2017, a guide was published that tells how to caused disruption in rail, how to derail trains from the tracks. And a matter of fact, if you do a search, you'll find also that the San Jose State University, the Mineta Transportation Institute, MTI, published a multiple-page report. This is one year after that Inspire article came out. It is uh, some, uh, I don't know, here it's uh, about approximately 60 pages. It's entitled Train Wrecks and Track Attacks, an analysis of attempts by terrorists and other extremists to derail trains or disrupt rail transportation. I know this topic is a topic all in itself, but friends, these are the things that are going on right now, and many are asking, why are we seeing this rash of train derailments? One American News Network also reporting a fire broke out in Osceola County, Florida yesterday morning. Uh, this is a warehouse caught fire, Reported uh, houses, uh, reportedly houses large amounts of plastics and also of fertilizer. They believe that the fire was mostly likely started by a propane tank explosion inside, but they could not confirm. Meanwhile, devastation continues in Turkey. Uh, death toll now above 45,000 in that earthquake with uh, uh, Turkey and uh, Syria. Uh, amazingly, today, three people were pulled out alive some 11 days after the earthquake. Samaritan's Purse has deployed a 52-bed emergency field hospital in southern Turkey to help fill the void after a major hospital in the region was damaged by the earthquake. Other relief agencies there as well. We'll have more information following the break. This is Crosstalk on VCY America.
2: Back to Genesis with Dr. John Morris, scientist with the Institute for Creation Research. Dr. Morris, have any feathered dinosaurs been found?
0: Chris, this is a popular evolutionary story, but it's quite controversial. Some do seem to have a frayed neck fringe, but these are not feathers. Many experts consider them to be just the decayed remnants of dinosaur skin. Dinosaurs were evidently reptilian, very, very different from birds. It's not just the bones and the skin, but the organs and the physiology, the birthing schemes and everything. You can't change one into another just by saying so. Biblically, reptiles didn't change into birds. Land animals were created on day six of Creation Week and birds on day five, backwards from the evolutionary scenario. Birds have always been birds and reptiles have always been reptiles. And they've been that way ever since back in Genesis.
2: For more on Creation, visit our website at www.icr.org. I'm Chris O'Brien. Thanks for tuning in.
1: We've got a Friday News Roundup here today on Crosstalk. Certainly troublesome regarding the derailments. We know that uh, many are being impacted by this, especially in uh, uh, East uh, Palestine, Ohio. Uh, be in prayer for them. I know that there have been churches and church members impacted by this as well. Uh, certainly, we are thankful for the uh, the ones that were recovered today, live survivors from the earthquake, uh, continue to be praying for relief efforts going on there. New Zealand's been devastated by uh, a, a cyclone that's uh, have you know great havoc upon the nation as well. Um, also, uh, Wednesday, part of a major highway has been closed in Arizona, a collision that resulted in a spill of hazardous materials, according to state officials. Uh, this was a truck tractor pulling a box trailer that rolled over on Interstate 10, carrying nitric acid in liquid form when it crashed uh, between the two exits in the city of Tucson. The Daily Caller reporting that the NATO Secretary Jens uh, Stoltenberg warned Monday that Ukraine's consumption of ammunition is outpacing the rate at which the U.S. and allies can produce it to support Ukraine's resistance. To Russian forces. Russia is deploying thousands of additional troops in Ukraine in support of a new offensive that NATO countries uh, uh, expected to see as spring arrives. Uh, also, Fox News is reporting that Ukrainian forces are killing nearly 1,000 Russian troops every day. And they estimated uh, uh, that they eliminated 5,000 troops in a single battle in late January. That's according to UK officials citing data from Ukraine. The spike in Russian casualties comes as Russian President Vladimir Putin has conscripted hundreds of thousands of fresh troops into the military. American Military News reporting that Americans in Russia are planning to travel there may be drafted into the army, the U.S. Embassy in Russia warned on Monday the Kremlin could subject American citizens with dual Russian citizenship to mobilization or prevent their departure from Russia and or conscript them, according to the new travel advisory. The warning blames the unpredict- unpredictable consequences of Russia's full-scale invasion of Ukraine. Pamela Geller reporting uh, here, uh, carrying a story from Fox News about China's incursions around Taiwan have become an almost daily occurrence in recent months. Nearly two dozen Chinese military aircraft and ships detected around Taiwan on Monday morning uh, after the U.S. Navy and Marine Corps held joint exercises in the South China Sea over the weekend. Jihad Watch reporting with the Muslim fasting month of Ramadan approaching. Israel is once again in the grip of Palestinian and Jihad organization terrorism. After a series of deadly terrorist attacks aimed at Jews in Jerusalem, the Gaza-based Islamic terrorist group Hamas over the weekend uh, fired some rockets aimed at Israeli towns and cities. Israel's Iron Dome missile defense system intercepted three of the four rockets fired into the southern part of the country. No Israeli casualties were reported. Uh, The Israeli Defense Force responded with an airstrike of their own on an underground rocket factory in Gaza. Mag has a story uh, that uh, after President Biden sent $1 billion to the PLO, Israeli deaths rose by some 900%. When Secretary of State Blinken met with PLO leader Mahmoud Abbas, he boasted of the over $1 billion in aid that the Biden administration has programmed for the terrorist territories. New York Post reporting President Biden's physical uh, uh, gave him a Uh, a near-clean bill of health from his physician. Yesterday, uh, the doctors took no questions from reporters and did not address mounting questions about Biden's mental acuity. Breitbart is reporting that the FBI twice searched the University of Delaware in recent weeks for classified documents stashed by President Joe Biden and retrieved materials from two separate locations, according to Report Wednesday Evening. Though the material retrieved by the FBI reportedly did not have classified documents, the agency reportedly did take certain materials with them. The FBI searched the University of Delaware as notable, according to the Government Accountability Institute. Uh, according to their analysis, the University of Delaware had received more than $6.7 million from anonymous donors from China. That donors included direct funds from the Chinese government. Let's look at uh, immigration issues uh, from Breitbart. Uh, Senators Dick Durbin and Lindsey Graham have proposed their DREAM Act amnesty that would provide green cards and eventually naturalized American citizenship to nearly 2 million illegal aliens. Graham said DACA illegal aliens represent a class of illegal immigrants that have a much public support because they were minors brought here by their parents and America has become their home Uh, To provide relief to this population, we must convince Americans that the unending wave of illegal immigration will stop. Durbin suggested that amnesty for DACA illegal aliens is a matter of simple American fairness and justice. As Breitbart News reported in 2017, a DACA amnesty would open a surge of chain migration where newly naturalized citizens can bring an unlimited number of foreign relatives into the U.S., ranging from 10 million to 19 million foreign nationals. A prior Breitbart News analysis found that a DACA amnesty would cost American taxpayers some $115 billion by opening Obamacare rolls to newly legalized illegal aliens. New York Post reporting that the government of Canada's second most populated province is demanding that Mayor Eric Adams immediately stop helping migrants illegally enter the Great White North, as he recently veiled by the Post. Any form of assistance to migrants crossing the border where it is strictly forbidden to do so should stop immediately, a spokesman for the Quebec premier said. We understand that the situation of migrants in New York poses major challenges, but the situation in Quebec and particularly in Montreal is even worse and constitutes an important humanitarian issue. Earlier this month, the Post exclusively reported that Adams was using taxpayer funds to get bus tickets for migrants in the Big Apple to travel upstate to Plattsburgh. From there, migrants then take taxis and vans to a cul-de-sac at the end of Roxham Road in in Champlain, where they walk across the border and surrender to Canadian Mounties to seek asylum, as the Post documented on February the 5th. Isn't it something? Yes, we're a rescue community. Uh, We are a sanctuary state here in New York. But if you come here, we're going to bust you off to Canada. Newsmax is reporting Florida Governor Ron DeSantis has signed into law a bill that would allow him to continue to transport migrants to other states. The program funded with $10 million will enable the state to transport illegal migrants to other places around the country. CNS News has a very interesting story that came out uh, just yesterday. A state-level initiative to counter the swarm of illegal immigrants crossing the U.S.-Mexico border into Texas has to date resulted in more than 348,000 apprehensions and the seizure of more than 361 million doses of the deadly drug fentanyl. The initiative Operation Lone Star was created by... Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, in March of 2021. Dallas Morning News reporting that federal authorities and Carrollton police arrested a man they accuse of being the main supply, the main source of supply of fentanyl in connection with the deaths and hospitalizations of Carrollton Farmers Branch ISD students, officials said in a news conference on Wednesday. The Daily Signal reports as record numbers of illegal aliens continue to flood across the southern border, they're being dispersed into every congressional district in the country, making every state a border state. We're told they're merely coming to seek a better life. And while that's true for many, why do open borders advocates ignore the enormous toll on Americans that come in? They, They report at the Daily Signal that annually illegal immigration is costing taxpayers billions of dollars, for instance. If states in states far away from the southern border, like Illinois, that cost was four point five nine billion dollars in 2022. That's nine hundred thirty dollars per household every year, and uh, border communities also have been uh, overwhelmed. Uh, Californians are now paying twenty one point seven six billion, Texas eight point eight eight billion annually in education. Healthcare, care, law enforcement and criminal justice systems cost, welfare expenditures and more. Uh, border states are often the subject of shocking reports of epidemics, of violent attacks, taxpayers footing the bill for illegal aliens, health care costs and increased property destruction. Well, Nikki Haley has jumped into the presidential ring. She is the former U.N. ambassador, former governor of South Carolina, and uh, she is a uh, Made her statement here this week, uh, jumping into the bid for the Republican nomination. This was on Tuesday morning, saying it's time for a new generation of leadership to rediscover fiscal responsibility to secure our borders, strengthen our country, our pride and our purpose. She had more to say, but let me just hear one little uh, clip here that came from Nikki Haley from her address on Tuesday.
3: I aim to move America upward toward freedom and strength. I'll take this message far and wide in the days ahead, and I have a particular message for my fellow Republicans. We've lost the popular vote in seven of the last eight presidential elections. Our cause is right, but we have failed to win the confidence of a majority of Americans. Well, that ends today.
1: Nikki Haley making her bid for the presidency, the Republican nomination, on Tuesday of this week. Fox News is reporting that California Democrat Senator Dianne Feinstein, who has represented the golden state in the U.S. Senate since 1992, announced Tuesday that she will not seek re-election in 2024. She is the longest-serving female senator ever, also the oldest sitting senator at the age of 89. We understand uh, Adam Schiff has some strong interest in that position. Let's see. Let's uh, go to the uh, Epic Times here when President Joe Biden openly uh, advocates for phasing out oil and gas as primary energy generates in the U.S. uh, within a decade. That appears as a news scroll blip for most Americans and a clap of thunder across the rolling west plains of, uh, well, the rolling west Texas age of the Uh, Permian Basin, the uh, message, virtue signaling and rhetoric that have come from the federal level lately tell us oil and gas is evil or not the side of on the side of average Americans or the side of caring for our environment, said Midland Mayor Lori Blong uh, during the congressional lawmakers uh, event. Uh, It was a field hearing in her city February 16th, Uh, Texas being the energy capital uh, and uh, her city which she called the energy capital of Texas, and arguably the energy capital of the United States. 40% of U.S. oil and natural gas production, 7% of global output comes from the Permian Basin, which also spans southeastern New Mexico, and uh, his declared war on oil and gas hitting hard in West Texas. The Blaze is reporting that National Guard is ordering a suspended, unjabbed soldier back to duty under threat and with no back pay. Uh, last May, a 20-year-old inf- infantryman in a state guard unit, among thousands of others who chose not to inject the gene therapy, had his gear confiscated. He was suspended from service. He has never heard from his unit commander since then and had obviously moved on with his life, making immutable career changes. Well, it was sad and tragic that he had to abort his military career on account of a shot that even the government concedes can cause myocarditis, particularly for young males. But it was a decision he was forced to accept. Well, out of nowhere, the 20-year-old discharged soldier received a memorandum from his commander, Notification of Return to Duty Requirement for Soldiers Not Fully Vaccinated for COVID-19. The letter continues to emphatically clarify that this is not a mere invitation, it's an order. If you fail to participate in training on or after March 20th of 2023 without an approved STA or other exemption, you will be considered AWOL and may become subject to MCMJ or other adverse actions. His father said no apology, no back pay, no flexibility, no negotiation, no wellness check, no incentives, no assurances that retribution will will not be tolerated, no national conversation, just back to work, peasant or else. That's the quote from his father. Back in a minute, you're listening to Crosstalk.
2: Our society is being influenced by the entertainment media, and we... Don't even realize it. Why is it that many Christians entertain themselves by watching movies or programs that take God's name in vain or feature sensual activity on Saturday night and then go to church on Sunday to praise His name? That's the underlying message in the DVD Power of the Air by Dave Cristiano. This moving story features a missionary from Africa who warns that the church in America is being deceived. And in great danger. A Christian that hears this message is convicted and makes a significant change in his life and sets out a plan to reach his city with the gospel. Watch this story unfold in the DVD, Power of the Air. Available now for a donation of $18, call 1-800-729-9829. 1-800-729-9829.
1: You're listening to a news roundup here on Crosstot, coming your way from the VCY American Network, uh, just catching you up on many, many issues taking place, uh, happening across our nation and uh, around the world as well. But uh, friends, we were just talking on the uh, military member ordered back and to others uh, as well. No back pain, no nothing. Um, there has been great threats placed upon them. Some have lost their signing bonuses, et cetera. Uh, Not sure what's all going to transpire uh, transpire there, but uh, there's uh, something going viral right now, and that is uh, the first on-camera interview since collapsing on the field during a game with the Cincinnati Bengals last month. Buffalo Bills safety DeMar Hamlin opened up about the sudden cardiac arrest that he experienced and how healthcare professionals saved him afterwards, but the clip is going viral for a different reason. There was a long silence when he was asked what reason doctors gave him for why, as a healthy and fit athlete, he collapsed to begin with? This is an interesting audio clip. He was being interviewed on uh, ABC with uh, Michael Strahan, and I uh, just want you to hear how that went. From the ICU, the question on so many minds, what caused his heart to stop beating? You're 24, peak physical condition, can run circles around me right now. <laughs> <laughs> How did doctors describe what happened to you?
0: Um, um, That's something I want to stay away from. I know from my experience, the NFL, they do more tests than anything. And in the course of you... Having
1: your physical, did anybody ever come back with any, say you had a heart issue or anything that was abnormal?
2: Uh, Honestly, no. Um, I've always been a a healthy, young, fit, energetic, uh, you know, human being, let alone Mm -hmm. athlete. Um, So it it was something that was just, that we're, we're still processing and I'm still talking through with my doctors just to see what everything was.
1: Very interesting. After that long pause, you heard that pause. He said, that's something I want to stay away from. Something I want to stay away from. Um, very interesting. Uh, Senator Johnson of Wisconsin did introduce legislation this week. Uh, it's the COVID-19 Vaccination Non-Discrimination Act. Uh, did it on Tuesday. He and Rand Paul and Dan Bishop and seven other Republican colleagues this is the COVID-19 Vaccination Non-Discrimination Act to ensure that federal taxpayer dollars are not used to support health care facilities that deny care to patients based on their COVID-19 vaccination status. It's happening all over the place. Pamela Geller uh, has been reporting regularly and on the uh, death toll continuing to mount, and it's very interesting. Uh, some of the headlines, in 78 years, funeral directors who never had a 15-year-old who died from a heart attack now have one a week. Here's another one. Autopsy results of Air Force Academy cadet revealed cause of death was blood clots in the lungs. Autopsy analysis of two teen boys who died after second Pfizer COVID vaccine. Died days after their second dose of the Pfizer COVID vaccine. Here's another world's top static breath hold. The free diver who has held breath for 10 minutes and 30 seconds diagnosed with myocarditis after COVID shot. Five Canadian teenagers ages 17, 19 died suddenly in their sleep in the past month. Uh, very interesting headlines that are taking place. Many are wanting this nation to get to the bottom of this and expose the truth. Not the Bee tells us in 2023 An Australian mother was just denied a heart transplant because she never got a COVID shot. Ms. uh, Dardarian, a mother of two, expressed her frustration uh, at the uh, Victorian Department of Health and Human Services for their stance, which she characterized as no jab, no heart. She said, I'm ready to be on the heart transplant list because medically I'm stable to be on it. But unfortunately, because of these mandates, it has interfered with patient-doctor relationships. Patients like myself were being pushed into a corner and coerced to take something that goes against what we believe in or not receiving life-saving treatment. And also for doctors as well, they're forced to implement this on their patients. Otherwise, they will lose their jobs. It's amazing, folks, what's really uh, happening here, but refused a heart transplant because would not take the jab. Also, Children's Health Defense reporting on vaccinated New York City teachers were reportedly flagged and their fingerprints sent to the FBI, according to an affidavit filed in federal court last week. In the New Yorkers for Religious Liberty Incorporated versus the City of New York appeals hearing challenging the now rescinded vaccine mandate for city employees, plaintiff's attorney John Birch said that flagged teachers were labeled with problem codes that impact their ability to get another job. The allegations were based on a June 22 affidavit written by Betsy Kumbier, president of the Due Process Advocacy Group, um, and uh, detailing how the New York Department of Education flagged unvaccinated teachers without evidence of misconduct and sent their information, including fingerprints, to the national databases at both the FBI and New York State Division of Criminal Justice Services. Oh, uh, here we go again from the World Health Organization. Western Journal reporting that the WHO said the Equatorial Guinea has confirmed its first ever outbreak of Marbong disease, saying that the Ebola-related virus is responsible for at least nine deaths in the tiny Western African country. In a statement Monday, the U.N. Health Agency confirmed that the epidemic after samples from uh, the country were sent to a lab in Senegal to pinpoint the cause of disease. After an alert from a local health official last week, the WHO said there was currently nine deaths, 16 suspected cases with symptoms including fever, fatigue, diarrhea, vomiting. The agency said it was sending medical experts to help officials to stop the outbreak, also sending protective equipment for hundreds of workers. WND.com reporting that every single Democrat in the Virginia House of Delegates voted against a common-sense bill that would require schools to notify parents if their child is self-identifying as a gender different from the student's biological sex. The bill, HB 2432, also clarifies that the definition of child abuse does not include so-called misgendering. The Daily Caller reported misgendering is the LGBT activist term for referring to a trans-identified person by his or her biological sex as opposed to their opposite sex gender identity. It passed the House 50 to 48, all 47 Democrats, and a lone Republican voted against it. and now moves on to the Virginia Senate, where passage will be much more difficult. Why? Because Democrats hold a 22 to 18 advantage in that body. Can you imagine those voting against parents? This bill would require schools to inform parents about their ch- child identifying differently in the school. They're uh, going into action, we understand, uh, in one location, and that is uh, the Idaho mass resistance activists learned that their local library was going to have a drag queen show, a drag queen story time. And so what they did is they all the adults got there first to fill up all the chairs so that children could not attend. The Daily Caller reporting Republican Florida Governor Ron DeSantis announced proposed legislation Monday designed to end ESG woke banking and uh, slamming it as an elite-driven phenomenon that seeks to impose policies that would otherwise never win favor with the public. Um, Let's see. I want to also share with you a story that uh, came out here about the the uh, homosexual chorus, the gay chorus, that sang about converting kids into LGBT cult partners. Uh, well, the cult, they, it's the cult, really, that's partnering with Disney. The gay men's chorus that sparked outrage in 2021 for its alleged tongue-in-cheek song about coming for conservatives' children is now teaming up with Disney to put on a March concert celebrating love, LGBTQ+, plus pride, and family ties. The San Francisco Gay Men's Chorus made an announcement in a January 30 statement, noting that the so-called Disney Pride in Concert will be held March 16th and 17th in celebration of uh, their 45th anniversary and the 100th anniversary of Disney. Satanic Idaho a self-described atheist organization hosting a gender-affirming ritual Monday to remind the LGBT community that not everyone uses religion to condemn, according to a post on their Facebook. Satanic Idaho describes itself as an independent, atheistic, and non-supernatural satanic community, according to their Twitter account, not affiliated with the Satanic Temple, but hosting an event where they'll perform gender-affirming rituals to demonstrate acceptance, according to a Facebook post. Um, This was uh, held February 13th in Boise, Hail Yourself Gender Affirmation Ritual. Troubling times, friends, in which we live here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, and uh, more issues are going on. Here we have the Pentagon paying for travel to other states for reproductive health care. If service members are in a state that does not allow for abortion to take place, Your tax dollars will be used by the Pentagon to fly them to other states or take them to other states in order for abortion to take place, the killing of the preborn child. LifeNews.com reporting disturbing new research indicates that more than one-third of Americans are okay with selecting and destroying their children as embryos based on DNA tests that predict their likelihood of being smart enough to attend a top-tier college. Isn't that amazing? A new opinion poll published by the journal Science asked Americans about testing embryos for in vitro fertilization, a infertility treatment that involves creating embryos outside the womb before implanting them in the mother's uterus. Often, embryos are destroyed in the process, even though they are already unique human beings at the earliest stage of life. According to MIT Technology Review, the poll found that 40 percent of Americans likely would test their embryos for signs of intelligence and choose those who exhibit higher capabilities. Should such a test exist? Now, friends, you're saying how bizarre that is. But let's go to uh, uh, Framingham Democratic Committee Chair Michael Hugo made a statement during their city council meeting February 7th, and they were considering a proclamation to condemn the work of pro-life pregnancy resource centers. Listen to what he had to say at this meeting. It will shock you. Our fear is that if an unqualified stenographer uh, misdiagnoses a heart defect, an organ defect, spina bifida, or an encephalopathic defect, that becomes a very local issue because our school budget will have to absorb the cost of a child in, in special education, supplying lots and lots of special services to children. Uh, who were born with the defect. So it's our hope that, this, that the council tonight will pass this, uh, this, this ordinance. You know, he wants this, the, this condemnation on pregnancy centers, the pregnancy care centers, because if a stenographer misdiagnoses something in the ultrasound and that the child is born with a disability, it's going to have great cost, great financial cost. It's going to be a drain on school funding shocking friends uh, we're going to take a break here but uh, i've got more stories but let's uh, open up some phone lines today if you'd like to comment on the myriad of issues that we have covered today or other current event stories our phone number to crosstalk 800-733-9829 that's 1-800-733-9829 certainly covering issues like the uh, train derailment, the announcement by Nikki Haley, the the matter of um, taking the lives of uh, uh, the pre-born who might have a disability of some sort because of the drain it costs upon our institutions here today. That and so much more. We'll be back in a minute here on Crosstalk.
4: The Worldview Report. I'm Brandon House. Our website is worldviewreport.com. Well, here we are. Four objects now have flown into America. Are very close at the Canadian border. These apparently are coming from China. Recently, I interviewed Colonel John Mills, retired. He served on the National Security Council for two presidents in the White House. He says this is helping Americans realize that we have not kept up with our national security requirements. After the collapse of the Berlin Wall, the Soviet Union supposedly collapsing, we got lax. And now we have massive blind spots. We stopped developing and advancing. They, China and Russia, are on the fifth and sixth generation warfare. And we're not ready. So again, are they testing us? Yes, they are. And they see our blind spots. And the purpose of government security and protection is clearly being viewed for what it is today. A failure. I'm Brandon House.
1: Troubling story also in Breitbart, Uh, students from a Muslim school in London caught a, uh, they were taught a popular song about the Islamic apocalypse. All Jews must be massacred for an Iranian propaganda video the London-based Jewish Chronicle had reported. Yes, Muslim school children in London sing a song calling for the massacre of Jews. We're going to go to the phone lines here today on Crosstalk. Your comments on these or other current event stories, the number 800-733-9829. Let's begin with Mark in Monroe, Wisconsin. You're on the air.
0: Yes, um, I found it laughable that the uh, main scheme media totally overlooked uh, Joe Biden's mental health status, and that's in lieu of uh, especially when they uh, ruthlessly attacked uh, uh, what I consider the exceptionally witty uh, Donald Trump with the uh, 25th Amendment.
1: Mm. Yep, a very, very interesting observation there, Mark. It, it, uh, you know, why, is, why are we not seeing that push? I mean, it's so obvious something is going on there and um, ought to be pushing for the, uh, uh, that mental health report. No word on that, though, whatsoever, just saying, oh, well, he's well physically fit to do the job.
0: Yeah, and um, if I can also include this, and I'll try to make it real quick, but all that time that uh, Fetterman uh, ran for um, Pennsylvania's uh, governor job, mm-hmm. uh, all of a sudden he's being heralded as uh, almost uh, a hero, even though he can't uh, seem to fit the uh, position that's required of him.
1: Yeah, yeah, just checking himself into a hospital right now, too. Yeah. Thank you for the call. Let's go to Ed in Erie, Pennsylvania. You're on the air. Yeah, I just wanted to comment on Nikki Healy, uh, comment that she had announcing her run. You know, it's just a message from Comrade Joe Stalin.
4: doesn't matter who votes. matters who the votes. So, hey, thanks for everything that you do. Keep up the good work.
1: Okay, thanks for listening. Yeah. Ken is next in Elkhorn, Wisconsin. You're on the air.
4: Yes, we watch...
3: Wheel of Fortune, and last night, this is Love Week, hmm. and we they promote uh, LTGB, and there were two couples and one couple of gay men, and that's it. We're never tuning in again. Hmm.
1: Thank you, Ken, for your comments here. We're finding the proliferation taking place in every facet of society, or number 800, Seven three three nine eight two nine. Let's go to Allison, Arkansas. You're on the air, Alice.
3: Thank you so much for taking my call. I want to comment <clears throat> excuse me, of the singing man. Oh, so sad, singing man with Disney. But the reason I want to talk about it is Sunday night, our pastor in Springdale, Arkansas, was just like a Jonah. God gave him the scriptures, Jeremiah 4 and 5. And the Lord told our pastor, Pray or tell, the lion is in the thicket. If you read that, Israel was about to go into captivity. Our pastor has told us, if America does not repent, America will be destroyed. Because once it was a Sodom and Gomorrah, God's not going to put up with sin forevermore. The wonderful, loving God of male and female marriage and children within the will of God is wonderful. And God created it. And if we don't obey the word of God, everybody, I still think of, of Gary saying if 70% of all the people who say they are Christians were really Christians, we wouldn't be in this mess. He hmm. said it at a rally that we heard on the radio at VCY rally. May God help us all to make our calling and election sure yeah. that we all look good to God, because the Spirit will give us witness. We belong to God. We can have the love and the joy and the peace. God have mercy on America.
1: Yeah, Amen. Thank you, Alice, for your call here today. And uh, certainly our hearts need to grieve for where we are as a nation. Um, Our number, 800-733-9829. Barry in Tennessee, you're on the air.
0: Yes, Jim. um, This thing with the train, you know, know, God's allowing all this stuff to, to try to get people's attention, primarily the church. But this thing with the train is just a small preview of what this administration will handle a major event. You'd be on your own. And uh, people better, I'm telling you, God is trying to warn people. He's trying to warn America, mm. uh, especially the Church. If the Church isn't right, the, the, the rest of the world won't be right. Yeah. We need to get back on our feet. We need to get back to the altar, get back to praying, seeking after God, repenting, and turning to like uh, Chronicles Second Chronicles Seven Fourteen says. Yeah. You know, and God will heal this land. And there comes to a point that where God finally gives it up, and we're close to that point, and we need to get back to God.
1: Thanks for the call. Uh, Ellie in Wisconsin, you're on the air.
0: Up and then dial your operator.
1: You there, Ellie? Oh, we lost Ellie. Sorry about that, Ellie. Um, We uh, somehow got disconnected there. Thank you for uh, your call here today. Uh, Let me also just uh, get one more call in. Let's get to uh, Maggie in Dallas, Texas. Maggie, you're on the air.
4: Hi there. Yes, I just wanted to comment on just kind of a thank you for your show mm-hmm. and just let you know that I mean our society is going down down the down the drain. Today um it was announced at my workplace about National My Way Day, which is basically you can do whatever you want to you know, with your life and like there's no accountability. Um anyway, just wanted to share that.
1: National My um, like, Way Day? Yes,
4: yeah, February seventeenth.
1: Not heard of it before, but that allows us to do anything the way we want to do it. Yep. Just do it my way. That's right. Wow. Yep. Thank you. And uh, we know that, uh, as Jeremiah said, the heart is deceitful above all things, desperately wicked. Who can know it? Do we really want everybody to have a my way? It seems like we have that going on in the, in our cities across this nation, mm-hmm. the destruction that we see take place. We hear, no, this is my body, my choice. My way means the destruction of of innocent, freeborn life. Friends, uh, let me also just mention a committee in Vermont just passed a bill also for assisted suicide and will allow for the killing of non-residents to come in as well. They just uh, uh, passed that in the committee, and I understand it's going to be going on into the legislative process. There are much taking place across our nation. And friends, again, it's not a time to, to play patty cake It's a time that we be serious about our faith and share the good news of the gospel with others. Thanks for tuning in to Crosstalk today and all this week here on the broadcast. And just a reminder that it's Friday today. The Lord's Day is coming. And I trust you'll be in a Bible-believing, Bible-teaching local church.
0: You've been listening to Crosstalk via satellite and the Internet from BCY America